Wow, what do you know? It's time for the Pocket Knife Show. Hey, it's Mike on the mic again for another episode of the Pocket Knife Podcast. Your phone rings. No one's face pops up on the screen when you pull it out. There's no name on caller ID. The number is local, but you don't know it. What do you do? Most people don't answer such calls. They're sure the person on the other end will be a telemarketer or a pollster. The unknown caller will make their lives miserable. I almost always answer the call, even though most of the time it's a robocall of some kind. I answer because I don't always know the person calling in the midst of a crisis. I answer because I don't keep the hospital or funeral director's numbers in my electronic Rolodex. A month or so ago, a number I didn't know popped up on my personal phone. I answered tentatively the first time. Hello? Pastor Mike? Came the response on the other end. It was Willow at Larison's mortuary. I've worked with Willow enough to know her voice. I'd been expecting a call since receiving a text telling me of the passing of a member of our church earlier in the day. The same number appeared on my screen multiple times that week. Most of the time it was Willow. Once, however, I took a call and heard an unfamiliar voice on the other end. It turned out to be Gabrielle, another person on the staff at the funeral home. She and I had been emailing back and forth, and so she was calling to clear up some things. Interesting, isn't it? I saw neither woman, but immediately knew Willow's voice, and just as quickly knew it wasn't her when Gabrielle called. Have any of you ever seen God? I'm guessing no, just a hunch. Still, you recognize his voice sometimes, don't you? God's voice is discernible mostly by the content of what he says. We know him because he corrects us when we sin. He rebukes us and teaches us and trains us. He encourages us and loves us and comforts us in times of trouble and stress. He does all these things without contradicting anything he's already revealed. That's been my usual experience. I'm assuming it's been yours. You recognize God normally by the substance of the good and right things he says to your heart. Have you ever seen Satan? I haven't. Again, I'm guessing the same is true of you. Our encounters with the enemy of our souls, like nearly all the run-ins people in the Bible have with him, are non-visual. There are few exceptions. Satan is introduced into the biblical narrative in Genesis 3. We see him first in Eden, disguised as a forked-tongued serpent who, good for our purposes today, speaks out loud. His appearance on the screen begins with the first verse of Genesis 3. There we also first hear him speak. Listen as I read Genesis 3.1. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Did God really say? Have you ever heard that question or some variation on the theme when you were trying to decide if something was right or wrong? I remember thinking once or twice in my younger years that the Ten Commandments don't really prohibit all lying. Exodus 20.16 says, You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. That's about testifying in court, isn't it? It's not about telling the truth in every situation. God didn't say, Thou shalt not lie. A subtle lie about lying. The enemy took one sentence out of the tens of thousands of sentences given to us in God's word and through twisted logic freed me, at least in theory, to prevaricate freely. Friends, 
you cannot ignore the total message of the Bible. There are dozens of passages that prohibit garden variety lies. Proverbs 6, 16-19 is but one example. In these four verses, we're given a list of things God hates. Listen to what's on the list as I read it. Here we go. There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. What the devil contested in my young mind, the Lord exposes as a lie in Proverbs 6 and in numerous other places. Lying is wrong. God says so. God says so. You heard the all caps in that, didn't you? And all those exclamation marks? What about you? Have you heard the devil's luring question? In what area has he tempted you to ignore God's word? Has he successfully led you into sin? I didn't become a habitual liar, by the way. Not saying I never lied, just saying I knew it was wrong and didn't make lying a regular practice. Friends, listen carefully to the voices in your head. If one asks, did God really say, it's a dead giveaway. Serpent talk. Flee. Oh no, it's that I know we've come to the end of the show. See you next time.